Our next guest on the country is a luminary. That's why we have him on the show. He was the second highest polling candidate for the elections, the local body elections for the Waitaki District Council. Jim Hopkins, I don't think I've had the chance to congratulate you since your wonderful victory at the ballot box. Well done. (laughs) Thank you very much. It just demonstrates something the Media Watch doesn't understand, that people actually care more about attitude than age. I really want to register my absolute loathing of, of somebody who uses ad hominem things like age as a way to discredit arguments. So wake up your ideas, media, watch your crooked. Anyway, you're actually biased is a better way of putting it. You're a bit long in the tooth, I'll give you I'm that. Not. But, but, you're not past it. Look, tell me. Hey, look, Damien... I'm younger than Peters and I'm younger than Mick Jagger, mate, and you actually can't interview one because he won't talk to you, and you do interview the other regularly. So let's start, stop dumping on age. All right, and you've got your marbles. You've got more <laughs> of your marbles than poor old Joe Biden has. Do you think Damien O'Connor's passed it as Minister of Agriculture? Did you hear his interview on Tuesday's show? Well, indeed, I did. Listen, I tell you what, I was sort of... It was a kind of strange experience, which which saw me sort of sobbing and raging um, alternately. I mean, I did at times think it was a cry for help. I know you were deeply indignant, and rightly so, for all sorts of things... But he was, he did actually end up saying, look, you know, there's, we have to have sequestration rules that are, that are credible. And, and, um, farmers say that marginal sequestration should be in. And is that right? I want farmers to say so. Say so. Stick up and assert this, this, uh, marginal sequestration. He's sort of saying, please give me something to fight with at cabinet. Because I think he, I think he spends an awful lot of time in cabinet getting thoroughly thrashed, <laughs> like a visit to the dominatrix without any of the, any of the collateral pleasure. Something so like what you're telling me is that Damien is the Peter Plumley Walker of the <laughs> Labour cabinet. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> <I'm> fine, <laughs> and Jacinda's it, whooping him. You have put it brilliantly. <laughs> <laughs> No, I wouldn't be descended a big grass. <laughs> stop it, stop it. Now, Damien, Damien did make the point, that, well, I thought it was a revelation, this wonderful new market yes. we're developing in California around around the grass-fed meat. Why didn't we think of that earlier? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, simple. Look, seriously, I mean, this is where I found myself raging. He, he was busy saying, oh, look, you know, Tesco and Nestle and McDonald's are all looking to have net zero supplies. You know, um, and they're they're probably going to get net zero supplies by buying New Zealand farms and planting pine trees all over them so they can keep on doing exactly what they're doing now. Because we're the only idiots in the world who are allowing 100% carbon offset. Our carbon credit levels are enabling bad corporate behaviour around the world. Just Basically, Jamie, also the entrenched anti-farming faction in Wellington can rule the roost. But... Listen, the point he went on to say, and this is what really annoyed me, they are doing all this stuff now, and, he, and he's saying, oh, yes, no, 20% of revenue based, uh, uh, yes, we might lose it, although that's based on modelling, and I don't believe the modelling. Well, hang on, wait a moment, Damien, you believe the COVID modelling, that there was going to be 80,000 deaths, then scaled that back to 20,000? You're buying into the climate change modelling. You're happy to sort of trash the New Zealand farming economy and cut revenue by 24 or 20%. But, but um, you know, but in, in this instance, you don't believe the modelling. Well, hang on. In that case, don't criticise the people who don't necessarily believe the carbon change, the climate change modelling. But the, the, coming back to the point about um, net zero, the, the, the brutal truth of the matter is 
what he was saying was there may be a premium in the future. I'm just, yes, he's saying if we're not on the pathway, they may choose Nestle, uh, Tesco and McDonald's to buy somewhere else. No, not, you know, they haven't done so yet, but they may. And if there's, and there's no premium now, he acknowledged that, but there might be one in the future. So here we have a country or a government that's willing to cripple a sector now on the basis of some future maybe, to quote Vera Lynn, don't know where, don't know when. I mean, seriously, I'm sorry. I'm absolutely sorry, but that's a farcical argument. And I mean, this whole carbon forcing, Jamie, you have to ask, Months ago, Damien and Stuart Nash suddenly made a bold announcement, a bit like the one that we're going to have open banking in two years to solve a crisis now. But they made this bold announcement, the carbon forests are over. We're not letting this happen anymore. It's all going to stop. You know, we're not having any more of this uh, wonderful good farmland um, being destroyed or being sold and so on. Right tree, right place. We don't want any more wrong trees in the wrong place. Well, months later, Damien... What's happened? What have you done? You were going to stop it there and then, straight away, instantly, totally. Why doesn't the fourth state media watch get off its butt and ask that question? Seriously, I'm sorry. It makes me so angry. All right, Jim. I'm I'm going to have to curb your (laughs) anger because I'm out of time. So you make sure you listen to Media Watch this weekend. No doubt you will be starring on it. Thank you very much for your time. (laughs) 